Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. everybody and welcome to RealPod. I'm Victoria Garrick, former D1 athlete and mental health and body image advocate. Every Wednesday, I'll be bringing you awesome guests, weekly inspiration, and the realest conversations around everything and anything. Now let's get real. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Real Pod. I'm excited for today's episode because my two very best friends in the whole entire world are here today. Aubrey, who has been on the podcast before, and Natalie, who is making her debut, and she could not have been funnier right on cue with how she is pretty much all the time. And I'm excited because you guys get a look into what my conversations are like with my two besties. And, you know, I made a vow from the beginning when I started RealPod. And this is funny because Aubrey and Natalie will joke about this on the episode. They're like, what did we do? We didn't accomplish anything. We don't have anything inspiring to say. But I, for one, I think that they are hugely, wildly accomplished because they're amazing women. And also I think they have everything to say just because they're so real and honest and refreshing. But I think it's great to every once in a while have a conversation that makes you feel good, that you can listen to and feel like it's some girl time. And we just get really real. I mean, we're all over the place. It was supposed to be quarantine teen theme. So it's called the quarantine theme podcast where we're talking about how we're handling quarantine and our ridiculous family stories, which don't get me wrong. There's going to be some of those for sure. Whoops. That's my alarm, but sorry. I'm that's my alarm to do this intro, but I'm going to keep it real and I'm gonna keep flowing. I won't edit that out. Um, but I just felt like for any of you guys out there who are just missing that girl time, want to have a hear a conversation that's going to make you laugh and feel like it's your power hour moment of fun, this is hopefully going to be that for you. So I hope you enjoy. This is once again me with my two besties, Aubrey and Natalie. Let's get to it. Brace yourselves. There is absolutely no filter. Okay. Thank you guys for being here today on this formal video chat, As a, although we have been doing quite a few of these throughout quarantine. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. Thank you for having us on, Vic. This is going to be great. Thank you so much. This has been my one activity <laughs> Not this quarantine. Matt, this is actually your real pod debut, isn't it? This is my debut. Aubrey's done it before, so I'm excited to finally get the invite and uh, really happy to be here. <laughs> you are. She's a familiar with the podcast vibe, uh, so I feel good. Someone's going to carry the combo. No one's going to let this die. Um, so I guess like we can just jump right in. I prepared a list of questions for us all because I think it will be fun to start conversation. As I told you, this is the BFF Corn theme podcast. 
So Vic, this is so much more organized than our nightly three-way FaceTime. Wow, we should do this more is, often. It's also probably way more PG and filtered than our nightly FaceTime. <laughs> but okay, here is my first question. Please give three words that describe your quarantine self. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't think of a lot of positive ones right now. Nothing's like coming to the front of my mind. <laughs> I know. I'm like, does, is devil okay? Yeah, I was going to say Satan. Um, <laughs> huge bitch. Say, I don't know. <laughs> I love to swear. <laughs> I'd probably say lackluster, purposeless, <laughs> aimless. <laughs> Would it probably be my three? <laughs> I would say moody. Um, I like literally wake up and I'm like, who who am I going to be today? Like, who's here? <laughs> Bitter when? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would just say moody. Um, and then I would say hopeful. And then I would say pessimistic, which I think those contribute to the moody. <laughs> just depending on the time of day. The glass is still half empty. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I have to throw lazy in there for me because it's like I wake up before noon and I'm like, wow, this is going to be a huge day for me. It's going to be a big day. I literally like, I have such high hopes of like, learn the capital of, or, or like the capital of every country in the world, read a book. <laughs> right. When this you started, know. I was like, I'm going to learn Spanish. I'm, I'm going to learn oh, Spanish. 100%. <laughs> firing up Rosetta Stone. I now have canceled all subscriptions. Like I haven't even ordered a book. Can't even get myself to do that. It's we guys, really... I'm doing better than you guys. I learned how to sew today, and I read a book. Oh yeah, how was the no sewing, offense? How was the sewing going? Um, you know, there's a lot of moving parts and pieces which I like didn't think my grandma was capable of, and now I realize like me showing her how to log into Netflix takes much less skill and talent than the things <laughs> she grew up doing. Um, so have a newfound respect for elders. Well, raising a family on a farm thing is really, yeah. uh, really Dude, difficult. I don't, I don't know. Just, it's not, That's not for me. For your birthday, I was like, oh, I should get her a really cool, like, yarn or like, like something. Don't do that. I know. And then I was like, wait, I don't even know what kind of stuff she's learning. No. <laughs> Vic, you wanted to get Aubrey yarn for her birthday? <laughs> I know, I literally ordered your This quarantine really has changed you. I, I was imagining something more cool, like an ombre, like, you know, that, like, ombre sweater I have from Aritzia, like, one of those fabrics that's, like, really cool. Oh, that's what you're picturing? Well, then she would make that's a scary little beanie made out of cotton candy <laughs> colors. You want that? Wait, imagining Aubrey in a beanie that she sewed for herself is probably the funniest thing I've ever heard. I mean, sorry. I would just get roasted. I just show up with this like ugly, holy sweater. I feel like it would. I feel like it would become a meme of like, "How's your quarantine?" (laughs) Aubrey in a beanie, (laughs) holding her knitting needles. But I actually want one. Obviously, you should make bees a bee business and sell them to people. I can't, I can't even say I love you so much. I won't buy one. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I'm returning all my band jewel right now. Yeah. But I can say that, okay, the much, all of us are saying probably not the best words describing our quarantine self. I really don't know her. And I hope that she doesn't follow me into, you know, the real world. 
I but don't know her. She's definitely alive and well right now and like kind of fully taking over my everyday. The right, yeah, like we need a, to name like a need parasite name, almost. Yeah. We need to name like the parasitic wenchy Vic who <laughs> if you text me and it's not actually normal Vic, you can just be like, Oh, sorry, that's Sasha. No, but just, that's the thing. Just ignore her. But, but she doesn't, but this this part of me does not affect my friends. Like I call you guys and I'm suddenly like a ray of sunshine, like the happiest I've ever been. Then <laughs> the minute we hang up, it's like she's gone. And like I'm back with my family. This is like Aubrey and I are on the call. She's like, hey Vic, so excited. Brian, I told you to shut my door. I literally, literally, I was literally just about to say two minutes ago, Brian comes to my door. He's like, hey Aubrey. I'm like, get the out of my room. <laughs> the lack of privacy during this quarantine is is honestly appalling. This is actually my room, but it's turned into my dad's office. Are you standing because, right now? Uh, we did install a standing desk. Uh, oh! My room is a full-on office. Just to get I don't energy. even sleep in here. I sleep in my brother's room. And so I just, there's no sense of permanency or privacy. I was like, oh, mom, could you shut the door on your way out? Like, I'm going to start recording. She's like, oh, okay, that's how it is. You want, you want the door shut? I'm right, like, like everything is passive aggressive. I'm like, mom, should I do the dishes? She looks at me like, like I've said something like uh, terrible. And you don't know if it's like yes or no. You don't know if she does <laughs> want you to or doesn't. You're like, literally. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so this leads me to my next question was, what is your daily quarantine routine? Like, just walk me through your every day. Oh, my days are on shuffle. Sad. My life is on freestyle. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. If you guys want to just stop listening now, here's where it gets really dark. Um, <laughs> I wake up and log into my computer. I sit on it and kind of dips around all day. And then I uh, realize it's 5 p.m. and I eat. I also go to the kitchen about, I don't know, let's see, 600 times a day. And then I, uh, and then I go to bed. I'm like, it's 7. What else would I do? Good night. Yeah. My, my office is in, in the kitchen. I eat. My big desktop is where I eat dinner. Oh, so my family is just constantly surrounding me while I'm trying to do work. There's no and separation they don't realize like I am, this is my work day. Like nine to five is my that's, work day. That's the thing. Like I feel like my, our moms maybe, or at least my mom, like she'll come into me like, I'm bored. You want to go on a walk with the dog? And I'm like, I can't. I'm like literally in the middle of calls and meetings all day long. And she's like, but you need to get outside. I'm like, I can't like it's also taken offensively I'm like oh no I'm yeah. sorry I'm, I'm on a call I'm actually in a meeting and my mom's like oh okay all right well have fun I'm like, like no I, I'm working I'm getting paid <laughs> my mom literally goes I, I she comes over to my my desk my kitchen table and she's like what time are you gonna be done today I was like oh I don't know like two or three she's like well like when are you gonna have time to like do my hair because I have a walk <laughs> at four Is there- <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh the, my god. The okay. menial mom tasks have somehow been like scheduled and regimented. It's like, no, I'm doing the dishes at three, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I know. I feel you. I've literally been doing uh it's beauty shop here. Um, but it's fine. Like my mom, I just throw in like literally, I mean, she has such short hair, I throw in like five curls and we're good to go. But I love it. Yeah, so that's been that's been nice. Um, but I would say, let's see, I actually have been enjoying work. That part is actually riveting for me. So most riveting, so riveting that I think I work until like the nightly hours. Like last night I was doing things on my computer until like 11 because I'm like, what else am I going to do? Like literally sit in boredom. <laughs> but yeah. But it's one third of us enjoy yeah. work from home. Yeah. yeah. I have, I, well, that's obviously, it's different because of digital media, but it has been definitely the only silver lining um, in my, in my daily tasks. But how are you guys dividing up your time between doing things with the people you're quarantining with and then having alone time 
Is there any division? It's not up to me. That is not up to me. <laughs> that is up to what everyone else wants always. God's hands. <laughs> I actually, I have a pretty good routine going. I, I actually um, tricked someone into dating me right before this quarantine. So I, I'm living <laughs> in the city um, for, for the majority of the time. I sometimes come home. I'm, I'm home right now. But so my, my boyfriend will spend like majority of the day together. But then for like a four hour period, I would like some alone time slash like do work. So I, I do work during that time. If any of coworkers are listening, do I potentially work for four hours a day? Yes, but I cram it all in. <laughs> uh, but like, so that's my that's my kind of alone alone space, alone time, and then the rest is um, bombarding him with my emotions. <laughs> that must be so weird because you guys just started dating, and now it's like you are together all the time. So it just real quick jumps to like months into marriage. The oh, it's yeah. like nice to meet you. Now we're married. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. I want, I, yeah, it's so interesting. It'll, it'll, I'm curious to see once this is all over and we look back at like relationships, what the overarching theme of like quarantine was. Like, yeah, I'm the of- idiot who went into quarantine single. So <laughs> that's dark. That's lonely. Yeah, that's dark. <laughs> my, my parents are like, you're more than welcome to go to your apartment in the city, but just know that you are never welcome back here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, there's, there's my rent money down the drain. So I'm pretty much bake, make breaking even this month oh with, um, with work, um, which is not uplifting. Speaking of all of these people, what is the stupidest thing that you have got in an argument about since quarantine or the stupidest thing you've cried about? Oh, <laughs> can I tell my burger story? Yeah. So I was on the phone with, I was on a work call, which like my family doesn't understand that I do have a job. So my mom comes banging on the door and I have to like mute myself. I'm like, so sorry, mom. I'm, I'm going to call, like be right there. Um, she's like, I have a burger downstairs ready for you. And I was like, amazing. I hang up the call, go downstairs. Five minutes later, I'm like, where's my burger? She's like, I gave it to your brother. I was like, well, then why'd you just tell me that there was a burger here for me? She was like, I didn't think you wanted it. I literally went upstairs after yelling at everyone and hit, proceeded to cry and then took a two-hour nap because I was so exhausted. From the emotions that you had <laughs> exuded. From the emotions oh of my, my lack of Shake Shack burger. Honest. Oh, it was, it was Shake Shack. It was a Shake Shack burger. That's like dangle that in some detail. Yeah. Yeah. It's also Damn. tragic. There's nothing. Like food's the only thing you live for these days. And when it's rolled <laughs> from under your nose, it's kind of literally. like, what else is there? I know. Like, I was but- like, well. But honestly, there's something about wanting a food so bad. I mean, I know this from like the way I eat food and then being so excited about it. And then it's, you can't eat it. Like it's gone. There's something. Yeah. Like if I had gone downstairs and like, it's like our old had, caveman ink stinks of like, I was counting <laughs> on that for dinner today. <laughs> Did I need to cry for an hour and then nap for another two though? Probably not. Probably yeah, the not napping, I would have handled like, that. The, the amount of emotional draining. That- <laughs> I just, I need a nap. I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Was, Nat, Nat, do you have any? Was the question, when have you cried? Or was it when no, you got in a like, fight? What's the stupidest thing you've either cried or gotten in an argument about? Well, mine, mine's a little more, whatever, like, legitimate, but also I'm still a psychopath. I was convinced I had corona and, like, I obviously don't. And I was, I was drinking wine and my face was hot. As I feel it, like as everyone it gets. has convinced themselves at one point in your time during this, that they've had coronavirus. Yeah. Yes. But of course, instead of just being like, oh, wow. Okay. This is kind of spooky. Like maybe I'll take my temperature, do something logical. I kind of start like screaming at my boyfriend saying, you gave it to me. Kind of just. 
Wait. out of nowhere like oh this is your fault and then he's comforting me as I'm yelling at him I'm like and then I, I had kind of a that's so raven come to moment where I was like <laughs> oh that that didn't need to happen I'm sorry <laughs> I've developed a shopping problem have either of you guys oh my god I did that last night I started to get into it because I want to clean yeah. out my entire closet what is this I don't know Vic, you do this. You do this biannually, where you'll say, "Okay, I'm starting over with my closet. I'm just going to take everything out. I just want a very simple, kind of uniform, color coded." I say that, not, and then I don't do it. Aubrey has watched me. You guys have both watched me clean out my closet, and like, I don't get rid of anything. I'm such a hoarder. I find an excuse to wear something, and then I never wear it. So this time, I need someone to literally, like, almost scream out of my face and be like, "Yes or no?" So I can be like, "No," and then just like you just have those things, which everyone does, that you're like, "Oh, I'll wear this when I." at on, on the beach but it's cold so this is my, my <laughs> cold beach cover up but it's sequined so I can also wear it at night it is and then so like, true <laughs> everything in my closet is like for a very it has a story occasion yeah, a I'm like wait well, like, do you remember I, when we were cleaning out your closet at college and you literally pull out this shirt I'm not kidding you guys. She pulls out this shirt that I remember her pulling out when we were getting ready for her seventh for our seventh grade dance she's like should I wear this I was like where did we keep where has this come from it like came out of the crevices of the earth been hiding this it's so and true i'm like i'm like i will wear these jeans on that day where i go for a casual interview in beverly hills and i wanted and like and that that you event never happens you set the whole scenario you're like i'm sitting in a coffee shop and this is the top i'm wearing no justin literally. bieber walks in and <laughs> i catch his eye not because it's a plain shirt but because it says look at me i have a story to tell and you're like wait okay this whole thing isn't happening. Give the shirt away. It's ugly. Actually, I mean it, you guys, and I'm going to be cleaning out my closet. So, Nat, if you want those hand-me-downs, just, you know, let me know. I'll send you pics. Always. Always. Aubrey, the hand-me-down process works, as it, has for, as it has for years before, is you, Aubrey gets a first pass. Nothing fits because she's the size of my thumb. <laughs> and then it all gets passed over to me. And then I, uh, I get to wear it. It's great. It's true. I think I actually was cleaning out my closet last week and I found a pair of your, like, like my mom was like, what are these? And they were like a pair of short, short Abercrombie shorts. And when those were like, so in, so I was in. like, they gave those to me. They were like, <gasps> were, they, were they dark blue with a fold over? No, they were dark green. Do you remember? It's and they were like, like you, you lost a pair of Hollister jean shorts. Yeah, I don't even remember those shorts, but I feel like I did have this beloved pair of Abercrombie short shorts. I wore like Nativity Carnival and like every single party we went to when we were like in eighth Ugh. grade and we thought we were like having kickbacks. I remember when the carnival was like the total stomping grounds. It's like, who's going to kiss me on the Ferris wheel? I'll fantasize about that for years. I've never who's been kissed on, on a Ferris wheel. Have you guys yeah. actually been kissed on a Ferris wheel? No, I've never been kissed at oh. any like event where I thought I would be kissed at. I went on the a ugly toad? one time with the boy and um, I hysterically cried and had a panic attack because I discovered I was afraid of heights. Are you really? Oh, that's a great kiss. Yeah, really scared of heights, apparently. Wow. I don't I, know. I had no idea about that. Max is also, speaking of things I weirdly plan and have expectations for, my whole <laughs> life I've been like, I will skydive. <laughs> With my fiance. Like when I was 10, I was like, I will skydive <laughs> with my fiance. I like, remember this. I've had, Aubrey knows this. I told her this when I was like 10. I've had people be like, yeah. want to go skydiving? And I'm like, no, because when I meet the guy, that's going to be our special thing together. 
So I meet Natalie's face is shook to the core. So I meet Max and he's afraid of heights, like deathly, like escalators at malls are low key a stretch. So now that whole thing I planned, let alone the cute skydiver outfit I've had in my closet and I'm kidding. Um, I cannot, I cannot live that out. So if you guys want to go skydiving, I'm down. Would Speaking you have- of expectations and assumptions that I thrust onto the people in my life, <laughs> going skydiving with Max. <laughs> Literally, you know, that's, I need to stop making expectations. That's one of my uh, downfalls. That's Should the I- thing. It's like, this is the perfect time to do so many things, and yet I do none of them. So many things. See, I feel like I've been trying to jump on the trend of like doing the things, but I'm getting so overwhelmed with the amount of things that we could be doing that I feel like I'm not doing enough. Does that make sense? Like the Cheesecake Factory menu. It's like, there's too many options. I don't want anything. You like know? I, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That is so true. I'm like, <laughs> you open up the Cheesecake Factory menu and I'm like, this is so exhausting. I'd rather just not order anything. No, I'm not ordering anything. I'm okay, just I'm like, all the water. <laughs> Whoever allowed like 17 different cuisines and, and breakfast, lunch, dinner foods, and desserts to be on one menu Exactly. And I'll go through At a restaurant being, that like, specializes in cake? I'm I'm so lost. I don't you you no. lost me. By the time <laughs> you get your cheesecake, you're so full. It's not even I'm happening. literally dying. That is so true. And so that's why I feel right now. I feel like I wake up and I'm like, I literally have unlimited time right now where the world is on pause and I can do all this stuff. But then even if you do like twice not what you would normally do, you feel like you're not even doing enough and that like, you're yeah. tired. No, yeah, I'm like, I could learn a language, uh, I don't know, get up and go on a walk, but that would require me, again, doing something. I actually do want to learn Spanish. I think it's a beautiful language, and I really wanted to learn it, because every time, this is, this is so, this is so funny. I think I'm in therapy, because I'm learning things about myself. Every time I say I want to learn Spanish, it's because I'm thinking of a situation where people are conversing, (laughs) and they need someone who's bilingual to either translate, or... Or to just like, I don't know. And, and I want to do it. Like, I, wanna... I know how you approach Spanish class in high school. And <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> you memorized it as a Vic, script. You literally is like, a it's born, like a play. She's a born thespian. She is meant for the stage because she can memorize a, like an entire monologue in a different language where That's she true. doesn't know the meaning at all of what it means <laughs> and, and present it. Literally. With, with gusto. With Literally. passion, yeah. You would write this passionate monologue in English and then just pop it into Google Translate, get up there and be like, Mayano Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that is what I did because I, I could not understand it. It was so hard for me. And I just, I don't know why I felt like I also, oh my gosh, remember, I'm not going to say her name in case someone from SHP listens to this, but that one senora no one was not that kind. Actually, I think a few of them do. If you're listening and you're a former SHP, I re- thank you. Um, but she was not nice. And so I did not want to go learn from her. I just thought she thought I was stupid. And when you think it's when a teacher is like not nice to you, you don't want to learn from them. So, anyways, my mechanism for passing the class was she would say okay and the exam is going to ask you a question something to do with going to the beach but I won't give you the exact answer and so then I would just go memorize like some story about going to the beach and then if the question was like what are three things you bring to the beach and who are you going with and how was the day like I would just write whatever I had and even if it didn't relate there <laughs> was, the what, best part is you couldn't even no, understand no, what the question no, said but so. no 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 even she, if it yeah. didn't relate to the question, it was still oh. good because it was. What are three so things well. I bring to the beach? Well, here's what I do at my playa. I. <laughs> no, like literally, it was one of those things where she could. It was 
so well written and it had so much so many advanced things that even though it didn't answer the question it still deserved like at least a B. they're like Vic how'd you throw in vosotros into this like you really committed you didn't even learn that you're like oh I don't even know what that was I feel like when I lost it in Spanish was when they brought in uh what's it called the what's that one tense that's like usted <laughs> no 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 usted was easy it was the one that was like something with ostros it was like the past present oh the, i know what you're talking about oh, oh i'm too triggered i'm too triggered i know exactly <laughs> wait, what you're saying wait, what's it called it's called the, it's like was doing no wait, yes, wait, it's like, wait wait for victoria's listeners do you want a real bit she took mandarin in middle school <laughs> that's a good bet that's i did bet. she and took french in lower school mandarin in middle wait, school and then spanish in high I school i did and the mandarin came in handy because when i filmed that movie in china i was able to count to eight with my fellow ensemble castmates Look at you, Vic. <laughs> Jack of all trades. That's also God. a that's also a bit or like what were you just what did you just call it? like a script? So like after I, twelve I, years of private school, Vic can count to ten in three languages. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally so true. Not even I mean I can't honestly no, I can't get to ten in Chinese. I can only get to eight in Mandarin. Yeah, I was gonna say, like you're like why I like why'd you guys count to eight together? That's kind of weird. <laughs> Back in the baggie and back in my purse. I remember doing that. 
And then I get home and I unpack from the trip. A few days later, I realize, oh, I need that memory card. It's nowhere. And I've unpacked everything and I have no idea where it is. So I think it fell off like maybe when I was on the plane. Anyways, without trying to, without getting upset about it, again, my, my growth mindset from the situation is wow. it's a lesson learned. At least the foot, it wasn't something like something I had promised everyone and I didn't have it out. It was just gonna be like a big bonus of videos. Like it sucks, but it's like, now I know I'm literally never going to do something like that with a memory card. And like, yeah, it could have, it, it's, it's just pretty like, bad, you'll, never but it, you'll never trust someone with your graduation gift ring. I literally cannot even. I'm oh sorry, I didn't need to break that up. We, we can say, like, that whenever out. I that, lose something. That was, yeah, that was, was like, a low blow. That no, was a low no, blow. No, it's okay. So, I mean, I guess while we're here um, and I am discussing this, I got a really nice ring from my parents and I asked someone to hold it for me during volleyball practice and they lost it. Uh, it's technically my fault because I trusted them with it, but. Yeah, I guess that didn't lead me to being better with the memory card. So, hoping the memory, hoping third time's a charm. Now I'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah. This time. No, but you know when, like, you know you're 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 screwing yourself over in the future, but you just yes. refuse to do it. Like, like literally, I will be walking up the stairs and like to do this, and I'm like, I don't have my charger. I don't have my charger. I should get my computer charger in case it dies mid podcast. Need <laughs> the charger, and I'm like, but I'm already walking, and I don't care if that happens, and I suck, and then. <laughs> sit down anyways I'm so lazy now my mom did like a little like egg hunt like egg hunt did you put three eggs for me and my boyfriend and my brother in the backyard that each had like 50 bucks and I'm so nice she's so sweet and I like got home back to my apartment and I was like laying in bed I was like I think I threw the egg away in my trash I'm like the eggs in the trash the eggs and I'm exhausted <laughs> You're like, I'll remember in the morning. And then you oh. take out the trash in the morning. Take out the trash. Egg is gone. No, I luckily remembered. But like that, those are things where I'm like, did I really just lose 50, 50 bucks is half my net worth these days. I can't, I can't <laughs> be affording to lose that. Come on. Oh my God. That's funny. I want my mom to put $50 in an egg and tell me to go find it in know, the yard. Go find it. I know. Like, like mom, if I, if I prance around and pretend to know it's not behind that pillow, will you be more happy? Or what do you, <laughs> what do you want from me? I'll do anything. That is so funny. <laughs> Now I'm, now I'm sad about the memory card, but it's okay. It's okay. So it's like now the podcast is ruined. Sorry. Bye guys. No, it's Wait, not. I know that was serious. I'm like, you were that upset. You were like really upset about it. Cause like, I didn't hear about it. Well, I, yeah, it was like, I was in denial. Like I didn't want to tell like you. You were like so upset I that you couldn't so, even talk about it. It was yeah, so lost. I feel like I would have heard about this. It was so lost that I had to submit to like United Airlines, like a lost thing. And you know, that's a lost cause. They're not looking for anything. Right. Um, you know, freaking my flight attendant probably has it as watching videos at her house and then threw it away to her 13 year old son. And now I'm just never going to see it. There's spandex. But you know what blows my mind about losing things is that it literally has to exist somewhere. somewhere. Okay, Aubrey, you've heard me say that before. <laughs> like it's it didn't dis it didn't disappear into thin air. Like it's somewhere. But doesn't it piss you off? Because there's an yes. answer. It is a solid physical object that is taking up space on this earth, and we have no idea where it is. That's so true. Right? Like it's not like it disappears. Like you could find it, you just haven't. I wonder if all the things that Vic's ever lost were found somewhere, I, I, how much of a room it would fill, you know, like would it? <laughs> like that time we lost your fish, Victoria? <laughs> oh my God. Wait, Aubrey, please tell this story. Please tell it. You guys. So me and Victoria, like this we'd come so home dark. every day, every day in middle school, we'd come home. Um, 
and I don't know, hang out. Victoria had these two like super cute beta fishes in these jars on her bedside table. In different jars because they'll fight in each different other. jars. I was just to say that's, that's animal abuse to have those two bad boys in the same no, jar. No, no, <laughs> next to each other. They they were they were safe, uh, well taken care of, well fed. And uh, we come home one day, and Victoria's like, "That's so weird. Like, I think my fish died. Like, someone probably took it out, and the other one was still there. So we didn't think much of it." Um, I want to say, what was it? Like four years later. <laughs> I like four years. It was definitely a year or something. No, I, I genuinely think that this is like, at this point, it was like our freshman year of high school. Like we got our braces off. Like we're new people. Um, me and Victoria like, let's rearrange your room. Like what else do we have to do? Um, yeah, at least we, we move, we move the bedside table. The fish is stuck to the carpet because it had hopped out of the jar and died. <laughs> there for years. Vic, how did you have the smell of a dead beta fish? <laughs> Exuding from your nightside table. Because it was diluted by her shag carpet covered in her dog's pee. That is so spot on. That is so spot on. No, but here's your carpet reeks of Zoe's pee. (laughs) So you guys in high school, I had a shag carpet and my dog just thought it was grass and it basically raised itself peeing in my room. So like my room smelled like urine, but all my good friends just were immune to it because we're so immune to it. We're like, ah, the sweet smell of Vic's room. Little not knowing that it's actually like Zoe's laying pee. on the carpet. Like, oh my god, yeah. We every, would sprawl every, out every, time on got, every time I got up from the carpet, I was slightly moist. Oh my god. So wait, back to the fish. It was not four years. I think it was like it jumped out at the beginning of the summer and we found it like the next summer, but I, I could not it was tell like a it. Year. It was so long. It was long enough that we had to, that I was like, when did I have a fish? Yeah, it was like, oh. we were like, what is that? <laughs> What's that sticky little guy sitting over there? Vic, what did you do <laughs> to this poor fish to drive like it fossil. to suicide? <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally don't know. It must have flopped out. But that, that Aubrey, that jump, that, that would have been the most athletic fish I've ever come across. Like, it got out and it. Not if the water was filled high enough one time on accident. Dang, that's so brutal to think about. <laughs> God, that- <laughs> I also. I also had a bird that died. You know when we were young and you get all these pets. Oh, and it flew into the mirror, right? Yeah, it was sad. Another one. <laughs> so, I definitely. Oh my god. They went through like six parakeets at one point. Matt, did you have any pets growing up? So many, so many. I was such an amphibian lover. I was like, welcome to the newt corner. These are all see, my newts. I can and then, see like, with like this, reptiles. I, I had so I had a, a, a tree frog actually that you couldn't touch because its skin was toxic. I was like, this is fun. Thank <laughs> God I have this. And so it would just live in this like terrarium on my on my bathroom like counter. And one day Harry and I, my brother, come home and we're like, I think Froggy's missing. Of course, we had the a toxic unique name. fish. <laughs> the unique name of Froggy. No, it's a frog. The and so we're like, frog. I think I'm pretty sure Froggy's not in there. And we're like, oh, okay, that's weird. Look, like a couple of days later, def- definitely confirmed not there. So we're like, well, don't know where he is. We'll remove the tank. This is pretty bleak. I guess he's on to better things. I'm not kidding. A month later, I go into my bathroom to brush my teeth one night and who's sitting on the counter staring at me with his toxic flesh? Froggy, <laughs> alive and happy, wondering where his home is. He just went out for a walk. He's back. And he... <laughs> He had lived for four weeks in my home, rubbing his toxic skin everywhere. 
That is crazy. And the fact that he had survived. Safe, family-friendly pet. What was he eating? So safe. What? What was he eating? I have no idea. I have no idea. Don't you love when when you name your frog Froggy? It's cute. Yeah, that's that's when it gets dark. That's when you know you have too many fish. It's like I'm out of I'm out of amphibian names. (laughs) There's just Froggy too. Yeah, the the turtles already took. Yeah. (laughs) Aubrey, Aubrey, on the other hand, just had five dogs. Um, never any smaller pets. No, no, just a lot. Oh no, remember we like we had uh, also on top of our five dogs five guinea pigs. So there were. Three cats, five guinea pigs, and five dogs in my house at one point. Oh, oh mammals. Wow. Your mom's in heaven in that situation. A little bit too much for any family of four. So I don't know what was going on there. That oh is wild. Gosh. Wait, you guys, one time, my, this is actually so sad. Um, it's, this is definitely, this She's is like, I've been meaning to get this off my chest. This story <laughs> is crunchy. So um, that's going to hit in a few minutes when I finish the story. So my, brother had a had a little hamster and we were this one we live in Chicago I don't know if I want to hear it only heard stories and my brother's little hamster got out of the cage one night and my dad stepped on it oh George that's so dark it's so sad it is so sad like I like are we renaming this episode all the pets we've ever loved Honestly, I, I think we're like, is this part of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, that reminds me. I did like, have a nice, sweet little parakeet. Honestly, <laughs> I'm back. Honestly, animal. So. What, my goal of the pod is just for people who are lonely and missing some girlfriend time to have like just this nice combo to listen to. And I, I hope I'm giving them the, the topics they're enjoying. What would deter like- them from just calling their own friends? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know, Aubrey. Maybe they are interested in our friendship. Who knows? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so true. So are you just, should I just delete this? And should we just, is that, is that? No, the, no, is, no, 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 no. Let's talk about him. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, but I want you to ask us more questions. Wait, I want to talk about Hinge. What about Hinge, Nat? Well, I was just you guys are both this- taken. I will talk about Hinge. Yeah, well, you mainly, this is putting you on the spot here, but I, I just am so, you know, curious and excited to know what the dating scene will be like following, you know, you know, AC after Corona. And it's going to be like every first date, I just, I sent this video today to you, Aubrey, is going to be like, oh my God, wasn't that just crazy what we went through? Did you watch Tiger again? <laughs> Literally every conversation seemed the same. Like what shows did you binge? That is so true. I did watch it though. It was too sad. I literally have been like on an anti-boyfriend streak and I think after this is all over I'm ready to have a boyfriend. Well you've been really anti and then last night when you told me that your future seeing ex-nanny told you you'd be single till you were 38 I was like (laughs) yeah yeah you guys I have this um like kind of like she was like our our nanny when we were growing up and um she has a special power where she sees the future and talks to dead people which is just like a cool we're just gonna like leave it at that like think what you will but like yeah yeah so it's nice having someone um who you can text who's also connected to the afterlife to (laughs) tell you about your future um and I was like so when do you think I'm gonna get married and she was like not too late probably like 38 39 and I was like my jaw drops my god (laughs) I am such a codependent human 
this cannot happen. No, but no. you're so um, independent now. You went from being very codependent to like literally being like, I need no one. And I'm actually no. like, proud She's of you obviously for that. seeing your second marriage. This 100% is a, is a misconstrued. <laughs> and we all, we all, yeah, we, Natalie and I have also planned out how that will go. This will be we, second we marriage to, to, you know, to, to the future. <laughs> Hinge has been popping off. Like I've never gotten such traction on an application, and I well, feel you, like I'm catfishing because you never I really like, invest in it, anyways. So I this never is good. seriously invest in Hinge just because out of sheer boredom, I feel like I would be using it a, a ton if I wasn't. I'm I'm like having full conversations, developing relationships. It's just like I'm. It's coming out of nowhere, and the hottest guy ever. Where we exchanged two messages, and he's like, "What's your Instagram, mom?" I'll toss you a follow. It's like, oh my God. Like, okay. Um, so he follows me. He's this really hot tan surfer, just kind of like the opposite of my pale facade that I've been rocking recently. And I show Victoria him and I'm like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. But when's this real pod episode coming out? Because he has 15,000 followers. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just suspicious that he wanted me to follow him clout. <laughs> to, to show off his followers. Like he was subtle flexing. He was he was heavy flexing, and I was like, I just want to show him that I don't think this is a flex because my best friend is a celebrity. So Vic, when are we airing this episode? Like, when can I post this on my story? And as that we do a little bit comedy. more research, um, we find out that he, I think he's using Hinge as a ploy to gain followers. Oh, interesting. We go through his followers, and it's just a ton of just those like beach hot girls that I somehow like, fell in Zach, the middle of I this. met your mom over Zoom. I thought this was real. <laughs> but it didn't make sense because he had literally like three times the amount of likes than his followers. And like, I've literally never seen it that way. I think it's like usually the opposite. And yeah, so we were doing- and then, profile is like, I'm not following, but I'm liking everything. No, yeah, exactly. And not even just one person doing that, but like 20,000 people 20,000 people, yeah. It makes no sense. And so then, um, and then we did some digging and we found out that like in September, his posts go from like 700 likes to like 17,000. And so I'm like, something happened during this this night. I was like, he's he just like hotter. Do you think he just like went viral? And, and I think when something happened, I mean, he found a, a chunk of money that he wanted to invest in himself via... <laughs> buy my likes <laughs> but it's it's wild how much like a social media platform can like turn me off of a guy like wouldn't that that makes me immediately like not even just it also yeah it turns like, me off when a guy's like oh throw me a follow on insta or like add me on snapchat it's like are we right. 12 can we just like yeah. text and talk right. like normal people that's so true no, so... i will not snapchat you i am 22 years old i'm it's sorry not even, it's not even the assumption of like how he got his followers but it's just more so like his pictures a guy with that profile thinks he's good looking. And like that to me, I prefer the guy that like is good looking, but doesn't think it or doesn't like try, and doesn't you need know? to shoot all their photos on a Nikon. You it's don't like, know you're okay. beautiful. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Aubrey and I have the same type. Aubrey, do you want to say what it is when we um, discovered? Someone who looks like they were dragged out of a sewer. <laughs> <What? laughs> but who's really funny. No, what did I say? <laughs> I texted you about it. Let me look it up. Do you remember? We were like, no, oh, that is so the type. You guys, going for the funny guy is the move. My mom told me that when we're all 70 or 60, we're, no, my mom said when we're all, when all the guys are 45 or 50, they're majority going to look bad. So just be with the one with the best personality. George Clooney. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't, I'm not attracted. Like, I don't, that doesn't really do it for me. Does it do it for you? 
Like John Stamos. No, I'm like so attracted to, to the guy with the I best would personality take in the room. Vince, I would take Vince on nine times out of ten against John Stamos. Yeah, a hundred percent. Our our type is ugly cute. I just found it ugly in our text. Cute. Like no one's like, oh my god, that guy's so hot. But everyone's like, he's cute and funny. He's okay. I mean, his personality he's, is. Great. I could deal with his looks <laughs> like, based on his personality. Like, he's 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 a guy. Yeah, yeah. They like can they confirm the gender. You're like, okay, thanks. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, like, well, I mean, we covered that ground, but yeah, exactly. My type is the literally the type where people are like, oh, but he's just so funny. You know, like it's like a my disappointed, type. like, oh, my type. Well, I every, he's just I, so funny. I want to walk in a room, and every time I walk into a room to like an event or anything, everyone's like, "How did he get her?" Like that's my type. I <laughs> that is be, so Natalie's type. She it's wants so my type. You want to be like so above the guy you're with. I need to be like literally so out of the league, or else I'm un- I'm uncomfortable with when myself. when Natalie. I was like, Natalie, you have a new boyfriend. Like, what's going on? I was like, what's what is he like your type? Like, I kind of like said it like that, and she was like, <laughs> No, it's so weird. He's like it's, actually cute. He's I was like, cute. No, he's not my type at all. It's actually way. insane. Like, Tommy's not <laughs> my type at all. That is so funny. I was just gonna say something. Um, no, I, oh, I was. <laughs> I was gonna say that you guys are so. I mean, all three of us, but just because uh, Natalie newly started a relationship and Aubrey's still single, you two are so smart and witty that like you typically don't give the time of day to a guy that like cannot hang with you intellectually. And so no. I think that's where you like separate the like hot guys to like the your type guys because most hot guys didn't have to figure it out conversationally or be witty because their whole life people just like them and think they're cool because they're attractive. No, yes, I have a theory there. I'm actually so turned off. It's not even funny. (laughs) Or that guy. Oh, I'm going to give you one more. What was that story, Natalie, about your friend with the monkey emoji? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's like when people, when guys use emojis, I just think it's so unattractive. And like this one guy used a monkey emoji, like to my friend and was like, what what was it? It was like guess. Who it was like or, what's up, and like it's a monkey covering his eyes. Yeah, it's like what's up, and, and then my friend goes, "I'm gonna give you one more chance to revise that emoji, and if not, we're over." <laughs> she did not send that to him. Yeah, he was a huge guy. He oh, he goes, "Hi, it's like David from Hinge, a monkey emoji." She goes, "Hey, David, I'm gonna give you one chance to revise that emoji." <laughs> oh, that is so savage. Wait, I think the monkey emoji is so cute. If a guy said me that, I'd be like, "Oh, fun." This is why your type is so different from our type. Also, your type is Max because he's kind of the only person that we yeah, I'm like, right now. No. Or like the crying laughing emoji. Max like, is, I'm like, if Max you're... Is, I don't really have a... I also, like you guys, I don't have a type. My track record's not that attractive. My track record is like... I also dated similar people. Like, I don't know. No, that's why I don't think you have a type because yeah. like Max. Like, I don't think I have a type I, either. I just think I just fell for Max. And I think he, I think Max is really cute. So that was like a bonus for me. Well, thank God. Yeah. Guys, I put up a viral TikTok right before this. Holy shysta. Anyways. That's, okay. like, that's such a mood. Like, I, I have no tangible accomplishments from any part of my day ever. But as I'm thinking Guys, about- I, I, I'm going viral as we speak. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I would kill. I would literally pay a million dollars for one of my tweets to go viral. Really? I would pay a million dollars. Okay, really, Aubrey? <clears throat> I would pay a hundred dollars for one of my tweets to go viral. Would Why? you pay a hundred dollars for that terrible, terrible, godforsaken TikTok that Haley made of you to go viral? 
I made her take it down. I would pay a hundred dollars for that to go viral to expose you on the on the account called Cringe Honestly, TikToks. If, if that made my Twitter go viral, I would take the hit on that. If oh. that went viral, I would just have to deassociate with disassociate for like a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I should need some social distancing in more ways I feel than like one. I should defend myself, but there's just no way. There's just no way. <laughs> what wait? I'm actually, but actually speaking of people that would listen to this, even if it's few people, I do think that you know some people out there might be. Should like, we just be like, if you've made it this far, and then just share really personal things? Yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Wow, if you're still you here, you deserve like, this. If you're here's still my here, darkest friend. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you're here, you literally deserve it. It's so true. Okay, let's get into it. Um, quest- any any topic that you guys have? I'm out of my quarantine questions. Are you doing the high and low of quarantine? I thought you were gonna ask that. I well, didn't prepare one, so now I was go. gonna do that. Um, but I just kind of like went with the three words. But Nat, give me your high and low. I don't have a high. Wait, wait, this is so classic, Nat. She's written like a whole stand-up script for whatever she's about to tell us, and she's about to deliver. Okay, so um, (laughs) standing. Oh, I'm actually standing desk. Did I already tell you guys about the dog when I was tanning? Uh, Yes, yes. Is that a good story? The dog when you were tanning. No, tell me. So, Vic Vic asked. You know, (laughs) let's. say you're low of quarantine, which it's been pretty low all around. But on my birthday, I decided, which I did have a quarantine birthday, all three of us actually do, which is kind of sad. But I decided, wait, okay. which is going to make the party after this so lit because all three of us will be celebrating. I'm going to bring everyone's back. It's going to be September. Yeah, We're going to be like, birthday. it's going to be September. Gonna be We're 20- like, to come to our 23rd birthday party. Um, <laughs> it's going to be our 24th, low key. It's going to be closer to our 24th for sure. But uh, I decided to like, I have this backyard. And by that, I mean, a, a patch of shrubbery that's located behind my apartment and so there's this one patch of like dirt that I was like it's sunny for once in the city I'm like I'm gonna go out and tan you know what it's my day I can do whatever I want I'm gonna go out there and tan so I go bring my towel I'm I'm laying there and I'm noticing that like around me there are there's shit, there's dog shit and I know my neighbors have dogs and so I'm like okay this is I thought the protocol was kind of pick up and move on I didn't know it was <laughs> let your dog defecate and leave it there in the shared communal backyard but I guess I don't know so Caitlin and I Caitlin's my roommate are talking about this overtly we're like talking about how weird it is that we're surrounded by by dog crap and whatever and then this girl comes over with her dog my my neighbor and she and hears you we're introducing each other. We continue the conversation about it. She's like, oh, this is Bruce. I'm like, oh my gosh, hi, Bruce. Kayla and I were just talking about, it's kind of crazy how I'm lying in Bruce's toilet right now. Like there's so much, <laughs> there's so much defecation around. And so she's aware of the, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about That's that. That's such a passive aggressive clean up so, your dog's poop. So passive, so passive, so clear that like, I'm not okay with this, any of it, any part of it. And so Bruce is this cute little old dog comes wandering over and petting him. It's kind of a nice, you know, little surprise. Hey, Bruce. And Bruce wanders over and Bruce is literally a foot above my head. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Hi. And then Bruce starts kind of hunching down is is bringing his hind legs down. And she's, she's like, oh, Bruce. Oh my, Bruce, don't oh Bruce starts literally shitting right there right on the spot right one foot away from my head no <laughs> like I got the snap it was like literally like you know when you like hold your camera a little bit above your I head I hold my camera above my foot. it's right there I'm like oh you're you're kidding which it's totally fine I would be like oh my gosh pick it up it's fine dogs do that 
And she goes, okay, well, happy birthday. Great meeting you. Come on, Bruce. No. <laughs> I'm she like, will- oh, am I just supposed to look at and smell Bruce's steaming, steaming shit for the rest of this camping <laughs> session? Or? Oh, my God. That's brutal because you told her that he should not be pooping there. And I told her he should up? not be doing that. I told her it's my birthday. <laughs> and I go, honestly, that's just a visual representation of my birthday. It's totally fine. Happy Wait, birthday. Wait, I have Bruce. a tanning story, too, actually, now that I think about it. Like, okay, so I... I started my new book. I got the new AirPods. Like, they're noise-canceling. Wait, what's your new my, book? Um, it's called Normal People. It's so cute. It's, like, about a high school romance. And, obviously, <laughs> as a lonely hag, I eat that up. Um, <laughs> it's a great like book. That. Sally Rooney, recommend. So, I'm laying in my yard with my noise-canceling headphones, glasses, towel covering my face. I can't see anything. And I'm lathered in oil. And I'm laying there. And I just start getting, like, like fuzz in my mouth I'm like Ugh, like, what is going on and I like look up and there's like a bunch of gray hair all over my body and I turn around my mom is shaving Rich's chest no outside <laughs> and it is blowing on me no and I turn around they're both hysterically laughing and I was like what are you guys doing they're like that's disgusting I was like you you had to put me downwind you have to put me downwind of this. He's like, I'm going to start cooking dinner. You're like, I'm good. I just ate my appetizer of Rich's hair. Thank you. I was like, ah. that, is, that is so, that is so disgusting. That is such a quarantine mood too. Just like, oh, yeah, sorry. Literally. Had to, uh, <laughs> had to shave Rich's chest. Also, mom, why are you shaving his chest? Can he do that? That's out of his range of feasibility. He, he needs that? someone to do that for him. That is so well. Like, those are, buzzing. Those are some pretty bleak quarantine stories. I don't even think yeah, I, I think have at one. the beginning of this, you asked about um, barriers and boundaries. There are none. <laughs> there, there are none. none. Oh, my God. I, I cannot I, believe that. I ate that my stepdad's was... chest hair true life. <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. I honestly don't even have anything that compares. I mean, I think the, the good sink, for you. I would, rather, I would rather dry the sink than smell the dog poop and have Rich's chest hair enter yeah, my no. mouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tunzi uses your rug as a as a toilet, right? What? Tunzi use your rug as a toilet? No, Tunzi is pretty potty trained, so that's been that's been good. Every Garrick dog is never fully, but never. <laughs> they'll sometimes, as an act of defiance, um, crap somewhere just kind of to show who runs the house. But no. most of the time, they'll they'll take it outside. Tunzi does. They not know never to do her. it in Lainey's like white room, though. You know, they no, know no, never, never. So never. true. No, she did have a little tinkly in my bathroom rug the other week, but for the most part, she knows how to go outside. You guys, I feel like this has just especially come full circle with the sink dry. I mean, I feel pretty pretty confident that the, our three listeners have had a good time. <laughs> I'd love to know how this compares. I wonder to if this has the Olympic to, medalists. I wonder. On this yeah, and then come back next week for five-time Olympic medalist. <laughs> Literally. Hey, you guys are medalists in my book. Okay, I said oh. really like. Carrie Walsh, Miss Universe, and these two degenerates. <laughs> I literally, but I said from the beginning that I wanted to, I'm not having limits. Like, I want to have conversations with people I love and I think are good combos, and you guys qualify. How as are you going to promo combos? this? Like, like you want to hear from someone really real? Well, these <laughs> girls have nothing going for them. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you want right. someone to make yourself feel way better about how you're yeah. doing. Have you done <laughs> anything during quarantine? Well, these two haven't, so tune in. <laughs> I'm peeing my pants. <laughs> no, I think I'm just going to promo it by just being like, I had my two best friends on the pod and, you know, just some entertainment, some mild entertainment. Well, I hope that you guys had a good time listening to this, listening to it back and editing. I was honestly belly laughing. I can't tell if you guys are also going to think this is hilarious or I do just because they're my best friends, but I had the most amazing time chatting with them and having them on the show. I am not going to plug their socials because I don't really think that they want that. However, if you love them that much, you can put it on your FBI cap and find them on Insta. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Real Pod. If you are enjoying this podcast, it comes out every Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And I will see you guys next week. And I hope you have an amazing day and that your stepdad's chest hair does not blow on you. None of your pets die. And no dog takes a smelly, smelly poop by your face. Thank you so much for listening to Real Pod. And I hope you have a good one.